Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Our number two to get right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Yes, sir. Ross Lebinski holding it down for you here. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The truckred.com text line 877-881-1053. Was the Cowboys lost a speed bump, a wake-up call, or a bigger omen for something else later on this season? Let us know on the truckred.com text line 877-881-1053. We are with you until 11 o'clock tonight here. Coming up at 17 minutes, NFL Week 5's overreactions or not based on what happened in a wild weekend of NFL action. Speaking of NFL action, it is currently 10 to 10 right now on Monday night football between the Green Bay Packers and the Las Vegas Raiders as Jimmy Garoppolo coming back from the concussion uh, that he suffered 14 to 21 for one touch for 141 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Jordan Love, not great tonight, uh, eight of 13, 59 yards and a pick. Um, but it is 10 to 10. Oh, eight. Jimmy Garoppolo throwing for almost as much yards as Dak. That's nice. What are you doing? Hmm? Is that okay? You start that, I'm, just, I'm just happy for you Jimmy Garoppolo. act like me is what you're doing. Uh, A.J. Dillon, five-yard carry uh, for the touchdown, ties the game at 10 to cap off an eight-play, 37-yard drive in four minutes and 22 seconds. Uh, unfortunately, in this game, uh, no Aaron Jones for – the Green Bay Packers, Devontae Adams, though, did play yeah. and is playing in this game. A.J. Dillon made sure to run fairly well. He's already rushed, rushed for a touchdown, so he's he's doing what he needs to. Good for him. Good for him. Oh, boy, the destruction that was Santa Clara last night on Sunday Night Football. Again, shout-out to Old 75 Beer Garden. Reg and I had the chance uh, to hang out with the Cowboys Nation and Tolos yesterday. Had a lot of fun being able to meet y'all, hang out with you, uh, for some good food, some good times, and unfortunately not good football this time around. Well, I mean, for the Niners, it was good football. Well, I mean, but we don't care about them in that way. Okay. You know, it was all about the Cowboys. You know. 
It is what it is. Look, man, the way that the Cowboys <laughs> talked for weeks Woo! heading into this game, they cared a lot about Cash the Cash money, boy. You talk about the idea. Of they, Cash. They said this was a measuring stick, and ultimately now we need to see how did you measure up. And so I, I found this to be very interesting because they looked very, very small in a lot of aspects. And that really brought me to the, to the question, okay, now that that game is over, like you have to do some level of moving on. Obviously, we could talk about the – we're talking about the big picture here. But, like, you, you're, you mentioned this uh, in the text line and a few things. Like, look, man, you've got games to play. Like, that's the tough part about this. Last year, at least, end of the season, all right, now we can put this all in perspective. We can do that and put it in perspective, but also, like, you got a game next week. You got a game in a, in a week, literally a week's time. Um, and you've got another game after that. You've got Thanksgiving. And you like you have a whole bunch of football that you still remains to be played. So is this is this a game that people see as all right? Well, that was just that happened, and now you know you can move on and maybe still be a good team because I don't think this is a bad team still. Or is this a game that's like all right? This is indicative of a lot of things. Is this where it's like all right? Some big things need to change, or is this a like all right? This thing might be over, right? Because you you have a window. That the went that the that you brought in Mike McCarthy to try and capitalize on, and there, I think there's some people that are looking around and like you know what that window is no longer available, and so I'm interested in seeing how people view this. Stephen Jones, how did you feel about last night's loss and how humbling it was against the San Francisco 49ers? Well, obviously a very difficult game. I mean, you got to start hats off to the 49ers. Uh, they came in and played well in all three phases and unfortunately really, uh, you know, kicked our butt in, in all three phases. And uh, uh, certainly uh, was a game that you, you don't put it on, you overlooked it or anything like that. We all knew how big the game was. And, you know, they just came in and uh, they out-executed us. And, you know, unfortunately right now we're a team that's uh, very up and down and consistent and, uh, you know, if we're going to uh, be the type of team we want to be, we've got to uh, come in week in and week out and play with consistency. And uh, certainly yesterday it was anything but that. And uh, uh, we just, uh, you know, from start to finish, uh, we didn't play well in any phase and uh, uh, consequently uh, the results. But no question, a very, uh, as Dak said, I think I read a, a humbling loss and one that uh, – you know, there's a lot of football left. We got to get back to the drawing board and uh, uh, continue to work at uh, um, bringing more consistency to our game. But uh, certainly, offensively, Shanahan had a plan and uh, you know did a great job against uh, our defense. And offensively, we didn't execute and we didn't make plays. And uh, certainly, that's a uh, not a good recipe when you're playing a great football team like the 49ers. Stephen Jones on the KNC Masterpiece today reacting to that loss last night. And there was a word in there that he used that describes how I feel about this question that we're discussing mm-hmm. here. And that word is consistency. Because how consistent can this team be when you see the wild swings that we've seen so far this year? Are they the team that put a beat down on the New England Patriots 38-3? to Or are they the team that gave up 222 yards on the ground rushing to Josh Dobbs, James Conner, and the Arizona Cardinals? Or are they the team that absolutely destroyed the New York Giants and the New York Jets to begin the season? Or are they the team that got their ass whooped by a team that they thought that they were going to be up to play, having lost to them each of the last two postseasons in the San Francisco 49ers? Because right now, I don't know who the hell they are. Because the wild inconsistencies that this team displays, 
I don't know how that bodes well going forward for the rest of the year. So for me, is it an omen? Is it a wake-up call? Is it a speed bump? Yes. All of them? It's all of it. Dang. Because if you can't emotionally pick yourself up after what just happened this past Sunday night in San Francisco and then go back out on the West Coast and beat a team that's licking its chops, looking at this defense against Arizona and San Francisco, if you're Kellen Moore, and find a way to get a, a road win on Monday night, I don't know where this thing goes because you've got to find a way to win to get this thing back on track, knowing how difficult the rest of your schedule is going to look forward the rest of the year. So for me, the answer is yes. It's all of them because they have to respond next Monday night. All right, so this is the tough thing. I think it's absolutely a wake-up call, right? Obviously, it's, it's more than a speed bump. Like, this ain't just, well, we're just going to keep on trucking. You just no, you no, got, no, 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 you no, got no. handled yeah. in front of company. Yes. Right? You got embarrassed in front of company. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't just get to walk away from that one, right? Um, it's definitely a wake-up call. And the ones, the, the I mean, look, offensively, I think that's a big wake-up call. There was a lot of please cop. And, look, I'll say that I allowed them to cop some of these pleas, too, on the idea that, well, there's more in the back pocket. This is when you're supposed to unload it, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all made it clear that this is a big time, and y'all did not unload it. Sorry, right, y'all ain't got it. Is how I have to treat this. So you need to wake up and decide and figure out how you make this offense more tangible, right? Let me. We we didn't want to get these interceptions. You got those interceptions, and you still didn't give you give this offense. So what now, right? Defensively, the thing that scares me is that. Look, man, obviously we understand the the immense capability that the Niners have, particularly attacking the middle. You know, but you don't, you don't think the teams are now going to look at that and say that's how we get to this team and attack them over the middle? Like, I am very intrigued because I think the pass rush will still come come along. And mm-hmm. maybe that's all it is. If you don't have the pass rush, the back end is not strong enough to hold up on their own, so the pass rush needs to be there. Maybe that's what it is. But the tough thing is the bigger omen issue. It's like, are we talking about this, a, this is an issue where the head coach is not a right fit, where the quarterback is not the right fit, where your talent – is maybe not in the right place to be able to sustain over a long period of time where this isn't a retool and it might need to start getting towards a rebuild. That's the place where I'm starting to look at, and that's the scary thing because if that's the case, you are not really well positioned to undertake that. With all the concerns I think a lot of people have about the the, the decision makers in, in play, if they have to chart a whole new direction as opposed to try and retool the, the, the game plan that they've put out right now, ooh, boy, I don't know. I don't know that there are many people that have confidence in this team to do that. And so that's the thing that scares me because, again, good, bad teams don't go out and handle the, teams that, the bad teams that they've played, right? Like, typically good teams will handle the, the bad teams, and they did that. So I don't think they're a bad team, but they are not on the level of the highest of this, of this, of this league. And I think that's where you need to be in order to get to where the baseline for success is for this team. We've talked about it time and time again. If you were just talking about having a good team, all right, cool. You can kick it, right? Good teams lose to great teams sometimes. You're trying to be a great team. And I need – and I'm starting to have a hard time. And I guess starting to is probably not the right way to – I'm having a hard time seeing the path to being a great team after that ass whooping. You've got to find a way to pick yourself up. And – to the point of what this team for the future looks like based on what they may have or what they don't have at quarterback and the pieces that are surrounding that particular player. Because if you're going to go down the route, let's just go down the route. If you wanted to move off of Dak Prescott, that will require this team deciding that it's not going to be actively good for a stretch of time that will allow you to get the kind of quarterback Caleb Williams 
that you would want to have. Caleb Williams ain't in your realm. That's what I'm saying. Because you're not going to be bad enough this year. Obviously, the likes of a Caleb Williams in the future. I feel you, though. Correct. You're not – this organization, I believe, will not put themselves in that position to be bad enough to go through a full rebuild in that way. If that is the case, then how do you surround the quarterback that you have? Or if you move off of Dak Prescott, what quarterback are you looking for that can fit the current head coach that you have in the office that he wants to run? I don't know. I don't think – look. Which gets to another question. Is Mike McCarthy the guy to be the future to run your organization based on what you have currently or maybe what you want to build in the future? All of those things I still think are a little premature based on the amount of games that you've got left for the rest of this regular season. Okay. you still got 12 games left to get this figured out. You may not be on the level of San Francisco at the moment. You think you have an opportunity? Okay, that's fair, right? You're not there yet, and of course, this is not test taking time. Obviously, mm-hmm. this is a let's let's call this a like a, a quiz on the road. But mm-hmm. ultimately, test taking time will come. Mm-hmm. How do you what what's what's the what's the remediation plan to get you to the place where you're like I will be prepared for this test? Because like the tough thing about it is it, the thing that scared me the most, and I know a lot of people have seen this as well. The ways that this offense has looked. Is particularly in that game, mm-hmm. are reminiscent of the, the like the worst time in Mike McCarthy's time in Green Bay, where you're talking about you know sluggish individual type uh, offense when it comes to the routes that do not help your offense. Uninspired and then also, running game. Uninspired running game. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Like Tony Pollard, we understand is a good running back. All of his averages are down this year. Like touches, mm-hmm. yards per carry. Uh, yards per reception, all those things are down. And I don't think that that's inherently just because he has had some level of change. Mm-hmm. right? Like, is, is Mike McCarthy capable of fixing all those things while also fixing other stuff, right? Like, remember we came into the season and was like, all right, one of the things that I think is interesting is that offense will now give us a place where we can judge Mike McCarthy because being a walk-around CEO-type head coach, it's hard for us on the outside to judge what makes you good, right? And typically we talk about, like, discipline and all those things, which, hey, not always the greatest with this Cowboys team under Mike McCarthy. Just Against the 49ers out. in particular. Um, but then the offense is grading out war, kind of poorly. That's where I'm starting to look at Mike McCarthy and going, ooh. But uh, that's fair. Look, man, we'll wait, we'll wait to have that discussion in full. But as of right now, it needs, it needs improvement. Because here's where I go with this, and they, we've got a long way to go to get there. But if you look at the schedule, let's just have the hypothetical real quick. You play the Chargers next week. Let's say you go on the road, you beat the Chargers, you beat Kellen Moore in the revenge game, yada, yada, yada. Then you come home against the Rams, and then you go against the Eagles. You're going to beat down the Giants here on November 12th. You should be able to. You play the Panthers. That should be a win. You go on the road to play on the Commanders. You should beat them. Seahawks, that's a toss-up. But if you get to that stretch where you beat the Eagles at home. You feel good about that one? No, I'm just saying if, if you do. Okay. If you beat the Eagles Bills and Dolphins and okay again this sorry hypo- I'm, I, hypothetical I'm, my bad my bad roll with me my, I'm jumping off sides uh-huh, like the Cowboys uh-huh. sometimes yeah, that's right just like last night um, if you beat those three teams let's say you take two out of those three games let's say you beat Buffalo and you beat Miami on the road what does the perception of that team look like based on what we believe Buffalo sure. and Miami is right now and what that could do to change how you feel about this team again we're a long ways away from that and it's hard to talk about that based on what happened last night. That's why I say, okay, there's 12 games left. Yeah. Horrendous loss. Bad. Pick yourself up. Win a game on Monday night. Get that good feeling back in terms of what you're capable of doing. And then let's roll from there and then continue to evaluate this team based on what they have and what they don't have. 
and what that means for them going into the playoffs if they are able to get there in that way. But yeah, that's now you're on notice. You are completely on notice now because you've been exposed. Offense, defense, special teams, you're exposed in all three areas and not in a good way at all. And before we move on, I just do want to – like the insult to injury was not just that you – like was that you you played very poorly and you took knocks for it. Because, look, and it's not like this has gone under-discussed. Leighton Van Der Esch has been had been playing – he played really great last year and he played fairly well for you. Mm-hmm. That's dude who you're probably going to miss for about a month, if not a little bit more. You were already light. Maybe even longer. You were already light in that linebacker place. And that was the place that that team was attacking you at. Yes. Right? Linebacker factors into one of the things that you you spent the offseason trying to address when it comes to run run defense. Like, is this going to be an issue? And then also, and maybe this isn't a thing I should bring up because I'm just lighting things on fire, maybe. Oh, go ahead. They got themselves lit on fire last night. The one time that I noticed Mozzie Smith while watching this football game, he was getting ragdolled. <laughs> there was a lot of that going on last night. Sure, uh, I guess I shouldn't single him out, but that's the thing that feels really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it felt, and again, this draft class hasn't been great. This feels real tough to like, you're talking about, okay, well, maybe you could pick yourself up. There's still games that are of big import. And I'm like, you got, you got worse if for no other reason than you're losing guys, which yes. happens in football. But like, if, if you at mostly good strength are having this level of, of, of um, outcome against one of the great teams in this league, I have some I have some trepidation as we move forward. And look, ultimately they're gonna have to get on the field and show us. But I'm I'm not in I'm not operating from a place of confidence anymore. Which is why if I'm going to pick one of these, it's a wake up call. You are now shown what you are not when it comes to the upper echelon teams in the National Football League. And now moving forward, are you going to answer that wake up call or are you going to allow yourself to remain asleep at the wheel based on what happened to you on Sunday night? Because if you can pick yourself up and then be able to compete with some of these teams, you can feel a little bit better about where your chances are with Dallas. But right now, as of this second, that is not a Super Bowl caliber football team, nor on the level of any of those teams that we consider on the short list. That in and of itself should be a wake-up call because of the short window you may be talking about that actually may be closing based on what this roster is looking like. Oh, boy. Uh, 42 to 10 was the final score last night on Sunday night football. Brock Purdy and that offense looked absolutely incredible. George Kittle said F Dallas. Literally. Literally. <laughs> it's the get right. We're Reggie KG right here on 105. Three of the fan coming up next week. Five's NFL overreactions or not, including this one when it comes to Bill Belichick. The Cowboys are never going to win again. Okay, Chris. That's a, that's a quality read, Chris. Get in there, Chris. I like what you're doing there. I like what you're doing. Just a little tip. Say 33-33 makes life a little bit easier. You good with that? All right, he's good with that. Because sometimes right. you start stumbling over threes. You're like, three, 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 three. Oh, man, that got me one three, time three, on a three? read. Yeah. Three? Yeah, because I read 100 threes. I was like, wait, that's not right. I was like, I don't that, know. That, yeah, How don't many threes did I say? <laughs> I'm going to put, put a couple more in there. Just three, 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 three. Oh, wait, that's too many threes, Kevin. Dude, oh. There are too many threes on there. Yeah. yeah. Three, somebody three, somebody done picked up by that point, though. Yeah, because it's, it's 214 333 33. 33. Yeah, that's. I got that going. It makes your life just a little bit easier. Sounds much more organic. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Uh, it's the get right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fans. We discuss live reads. Live we know how air. to read. That's we reading is fundamental. That is for damn sure. Uh NFL overreactions or not coming out of week five of a wild 
weekend of action uh, coming up in 14 minutes. We'll go inside the gray area where Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are apparently Rangers fans. Huh. I'll let you know how they are okay. uh, in 14 minutes here. On the get right. Hop on the bandwagon, baby. We going. Oh, man. I'm, I'm so excited for tomorrow night um, because that's going to be. Why? Because you don't have to show up to work? Uh, no, no. It's fine. You don't have to. You I'm, a little, I'm a little low-key jealous because G-Bag's going to be at Globe Life Field ahead of Game 3 of the uh, American League Division Series. They wasn't going to send us to the no Globe Life Field. Come no, on, the, the point is they're going to be there oh, okay. with incredible food and Hurtado Barbecue specifically. Did you see they released some new food today? No, I don't I don't concern myself with stuff that's not going to impact me. Wow. Wow. What, I'm just going to make myself sad on the internet? What's you wrong with you? You don't have to make yourself sad. You can go to the game. Take yourself to the game or something. That is true. How about that? Didn't think about that. The way you? my bank account is set up. You got it. Where? <laughs> Help me find it. Because it, it is eluding me at this point. <laughs> He's like, I ain't got it like that. Uh, I need to see how much the uh, the tickets are, like the average price for uh, Game 3. That's a good story. point. Let me see. You have to look at that. Especially with this, the Rangers are hooping. Hooping right now, boy. Uh, overreaction or not when it comes to Week 5 of the National Football League. This comes from uh, CBS Sports, courtesy of Jeff Kerr. Shout out to him for this piece of content here. Uh, over, <laughs> overreaction or not, this is wild. This is Bill Belichick's last season coach of the New England Patriots. Overreaction or not? Uh, that feels like an overreaction, but I, I think that the sentiment behind it is not. Does that make sense? I, I mean. I think that the, the, the goodwill that he has with all of that time, all of them championships. It's starting to run out. Robert Kraft has an appreciation for that. But the tough thing about Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick has been an innovator in this league. Like, you see all these slot receivers that we got? Bill Belichick is so, sort of some of the reason why we had that because while teams were scared in trying to stop your big play receivers on the outside, he was like, I'll just take this Wes Welker that y'all don't seem to value at all. I'll take this Danny Amendola, no problem. Bring that over here. And made a little Chris something. Chris Hogan. Up. Made a little No, Chris Hogan play on the outside. You can't. See, you're doing racism right now. You know, oh, is that what I'm yes, doing? Oh, I'm, doing. Chris, I'm doing that. Chris Hogan is an outside receiver. He is you're not a slot. every single white receiver this side of the Mississippi and putting them on the England Patriots at this point. Did I not mention that they were slot receivers? Oh, and honestly, right. the reason oh, the right. reason why they were white slot receivers is because the rest of the league was like, what am I, what am I going to do with the white receiver and Bill Belichick? Check was like, come here, I'll show you. He found a market inefficiency. That's like, hey, right. Hey bring, the, hey, bring them white cats over here, That's man. right. And they can play. And he innovated, right? Here. Like, obviously, <laughs> making that, having that slot be of a certain level of import, Bill Belichick did. Like, there's other instances where you could point to the ways in which Bill Belichick has been an innovator. When he changes stuff now, it doesn't look innovative. And so, yeah. you're starting to wonder if he's losing losing his fastball. You know what I mean? Like, that. I, that's where it's starting to get interesting. And so... I don't know if this year is going to be the one because I think some people question Mac Jones' ability. But then also, hey, the idea that he's we just going to benched again yesterday. The idea that he's just going to put Matt Patricia in there and he'll play call plays on offense like that is that's one of those things where it's like, hey, that sounds like it'd be innovative, but also it's just stupid. <laughs> and so I wonder if he got like if this is one of those instances where your mommy you got one more time <laughs> to do some stupid, embarrass me in front of like I do wonder if he's getting near that point where it's like, hey, we're starting to see the. The, the supposed genius of Bill Belichick isn't there. And if that if you're not getting the supposed genius of Bill Belichick, what are you getting? Because the, the, the personnel decisions can be questionable sometimes, all yeah. those things. And if those are not being covered by innovation, you're just, you're just looking kind of bad. The New England Patriots have been outscored in their last two games, 72-3. to three. 
New England has just 55 points on the season. The Dolphins in a game scored 70. <laughs> the, <laughs> that is absurd. The uh, Patriots were dealt back-to-back 30-point losses for the first time since 1970, and Belichick has suffered the two worst losses of his career in consecutive weeks. In, four, in his first 453 games as a head coach, Belichick lost by 30 points once. He's lost by 30-plus points each of his last two games. I'm going to say it's an overreaction because all you're going to do is just slap them rings on the table. And you know what? That's what I do, too. Uh, that's what I would do. How dare you? Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> I am. Uh, overreaction or not coming out of week five. The Dolphins have the better. Wow, this is, might be a little overreaction. Dolphins have a better offense than the greatest show on turf. Overreaction or not. Ooh. I... Mmm, this is tough. Yeah, I'm struggling with this one. I let's get spicy. I'm gonna say not. Ooh, well, there are some numbers that would back you up with that claim. The Miami Dolphins have the most total yards, 2,568, uh, in any team's first five games in NFL history. They passed the 2,000 Rams. Mm-hmm. Most yards per play, eight three, 8.3 yards per play in any team's first five games uh, since the 2,000 Rams. And they have 181 points, which is the most in any team's first five games since the 2015 New England Patriots and the 2015 Arizona Cardinals. The Dolphins lead the NFL in passing yards, yards per attempt, rushing yards, yards per rush, and they lead the NFL in yards per game, yards per play, uh, first downs per game, and points per game. Are you done yet? Is there any more? Uh, any more things they lead the league in? Uh, that's uh, that's it. That's no, I, it. I, I think also one of the things that we do in sports is, and just in general in life, we we really we try and hold up you know idols of the past because obviously we want to appreciate our history. But modern modern things get to stand on the shoulders of giants, right? This offense absolutely stands on the shoulders of offenses like the greatest show on turf. And one of the things that you have now is that you have additional schematic uh, rev. Revelations, revelations, yeah, revelations. That's the word I was looking for. Um, and look, man, the, the the Miami offense is a reminder that scheme matters so much. They have so much talent. Don't get me wrong, but what happens in Miami is when you have all of that talent, you match it with with scheme that can help, you know, make that talent better. And then you get these crazy situations where you know they're getting the getting these dudes going and then getting them in space and letting them cook, right? You got instances where dudes are cooked off the line. And so, man, I just, I love what's happening and maybe I'm just overreacting. That's fine. But I'm willing, I, I love the way this looks right now. And it's just an appreciation for the ways that um, talent evaluation and appreciation also matches schematic appreciation. The Dolphins are a perfect collection of when speed or excuse me, when scheme meets talent mm-hmm. and they have found a way to get dudes that are fast as hell with quickness that understand conceptually what Mike McDaniel wants to do offensively every single week. And they found a quarterback that has been playing Brock Purdy like point guard and is even able to throw the ball deeper than Brock Purdy into a tongue of Iowa. And that is just made for a recipe of destroying teams week over week. Now, how they deal with the injuries with Devon Achan and Teron Armstead, their talented left tackle there. 
will remain to be seen. But if nothing, get the ball is, even quicker out. Get the <laughs> ball out even quicker. <laughs> if nothing else, I trust Black Mike uh, to be able to find a way to make it happen in Miami. I just love his aesthetic. He fits Miami kind of well down there. He kind of just got that real chill vibe, uh, that nonchalant attitude, and he's like, I'm just gonna run all over y'all with my offense every week. Hey man, it's, it's fun. It's fun when it's when it's going on like that. So I ain't mad at him. Last one here in uh, week five's NFL's overreaction or not. By the way, uh, Joe Burrow hooping yesterday. Uh, he found his way back. I saw him. I saw him running, and I was like, oh, "Okay, maybe he's feeling a little bit better." Him and Jamar Chase were balling. Yeah, they definitely fixed that. Issue. Jamar was like, "Why am I not getting the ball?" And they were like, "Oh, Joe's like, don't worry about we, it. We can do something about that. <laughs> we can fix. Don't that. Don't worry about that one." <laughs> uh, final one here, overreaction or not, gentlemen? The Cowboys are paper tigers. Overreaction <laughs> or not? I lean towards not because it's a point that I made earlier. Bad teams don't handle bad teams the way that the Cowboys, especially not in the NFL, man. This is not a league made for blowouts. And they've handled teams, but they're inconsistent. Yes. And so that that lends to some paper tigerness, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's so that's where it gets tough. But what what their high end is capable of doing. You know, real legitimate tiger stuff. Um, they just have to be consistent, and so I don't know. Does that is that a paper tiger make? Should I say then say that that's not an overreaction? That's not an overreaction if you feel that way. Okay, not an overreaction. Uh, for the moment, yeah, that's not an overreaction at all. Again, this team talked all week long about what this game was a measuring stick and how this is going to be a test to see where they were in the hierarchy of the NFC, and they simply did not answer the call. And they didn't answer the call in any phase of that football game yesterday. So at the moment, yeah, that is not an overreaction. Could that change by the time we get deeper into the season when they play the Eagles, when they play the Bills, when they play the Dolphins, and they play teams like the Chargers and the Rams and figure out who they are and maybe get some of these wins to maybe change some of that perception? Yeah, maybe, but that ain't sure today. That's not today at all. Uh, So I would agree with that. That is not uh, an overreaction, by the way. Paper Tiger with good bones. (laughs) If you wanted more ammunition on your Dak Prescott isn't good uh, Uh, feelings right now. Oh, them people don't need more ammunition, but go ahead and give it to him. I'm going to give it to him. Mm -hmm. Uh, With the three interceptions that he had yesterday, he now has 21 interceptions in his last 19 games, including the postseason. Does one rain Dakota Prescott? Nasty business. And the defense allowing 42 points. The Cowboys coming into yesterday had given up, I believe, a total of 41 on the season. And, and they, that was beaten in a single game. And they gave up 42 yesterday. Yeah, they had given up. They had outscored their opponents uh, 124 to 41 so far this year. And gave a 42 yesterday. Feels bad, man. Feels bad. Yeah, they got to wear this one. They got to wear it. You know what the worst part about it is for me? What's that? I'm going to show you how selfish I am. Oh, okay. They done made me look stupid on multiple accounts. Well, who are you telling, man? Because here's the thing. Okay, now you got me on the tangent real quick. 30 seconds. Here's the thing. I I am tired of this team making me look like an idiot and a fool when it comes to supporting how they are supposed to handle business. Because when they scored, 
what was it, the the flea flicker uh, or the end of whatever the hell that was, that creative stuff that they were doing where they flipped it to Debo and he flipped it back to Purdy and, and Purdy, you know, threw the point guard pass to George Kittle for the touchdown. I said, I'm tired of this team making me look stupid. They making me look stupid, making look, Reds look dumb, making Cowboys they should look dumb. I'm tired of making you know, look stupid, man. In front of company. In front of company. I'm trying to have a good time with my wife and my baby girl watching this game with these fans out here making me look like a dummy. Sick of this football team, man. All right, we're good. Appreciate that. Had to get that out. Pause. All uh, right. <laughs> that's a little overreaction or not coming out of week five uh, of the National Football League. Coming up next, we go inside the gray area where apparently Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are Rangers fans. The audio to prove it next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. About to go inside the gray area, where, of course, there is no gray area on the get right. Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. What up, though? Ross and Chris holding it down for here. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app, the truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053 if you want to get in on the conversation. I appreciate you allowing me to to breathe and let me get that. Uh, you speaking for both of us, man. That, that ran out, yes, you know, last segment there because, uh, yeah, that was, that was embarrassing. Just embarrassing. And uh, it's – as we enter the gray area here, uh, I feel for guys like uh, Zach Walchuk, who you know loves this team, covers this team, and is just tired of putting up with watching this team sometimes in the way that they can flat out embarrass you and uh, and themselves. That's what it was yesterday. Yeah, no, th- this is the thing. 
if they lose that game and it's a competitive, you feel a lot better about it. I don't have any issues. Yeah. I can see how you go, the Niners are a better team, but you competed. They got whomped, bro. Like, you can't, there's, there. if you had some level of belief in them going into that game, there's nothing to hang your hat on. <laughs> That's the frightening part. Like, what can you Like, there's not really silver that? linings in there. Yeah, not That's at all. the tough part. Well, there's one. There's one. Brandon Aubrey was kicking? Yeah, he was hooping. Only player that was hooping yesterday. That man kicked one field goal and extra point. You said he was hooping? 50-yard field goal, man. Okay. Um, Shout out to him for doing his job. And shout out to Brian Anger. And for, Brian Anger. For, for sitting on the Cowboys hour and answering these questions that probably should have went to somebody else. Well, he else. took that for all the team, didn't he? Ooh, <laughs> man. Hey, Brian. Brian, can you uh, can you go help us out tonight? Take that one for the team. We said we wanted to talk about the Cowboys fan anger, not Brian Anger. What y'all doing? <laughs> he encapsulated all the anger, apparently. Um, as we were inside the gray area, shout out to the Atlanta Braves tonight. The Braves became the only team in Major League Baseball postseason history to be down by four runs or more with no hits through five innings and still win the game. That's a hitting ass team, though. <laughs> Zach Wheeler was no hitting them cats for a while. They there. looked like they didn't have bats going up to, to, yeah. the, to the. And then they were like, don't worry. We'll wake up. They, what was it? Well, it was a uh, RBI double. Then a two-run blast, then another two-run blast, and then they were like, oh, it's over now. We mm-hmm, did it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Uh, you're not blocked, 254. You're welcome. Um, speaking of baseball in the postseason, uh, let's go to the Monday night game where apparently uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are on the bandwagon when it comes to being uh, Texas Rangers fans. Take a listen. Speaking of October, how about my Rangers? Now they're I'm on that bandwagon. You bet I am. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you can name four players for the Rangers. You know, there was a time when I didn't have to work with you in October. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what happened to those days. Those are long gone. You're stuck. <laughs> Bye, Rangers. Third down and one. <laughs> Notice how Troy politely deflected the uh, the idea of answering the question for the hundred dollars. That man should have said Disney ain't pay for no MLB <laughs> MLB playoffs, so leave me alone. That's <laughs> it is funny though because of course Joe Buck, longtime voice for the uh, MLB playoffs on Fox, just the, made room for my guy Joe Davis. That's all. To the chagrin of some, to the delight of others. By the way, okay, since you you brought up Joe Davis. Oh, I was good. Before we move off of Joe Buck, you remember that one time that he was clutching his pearls on TV? Because Randy Moss did Randy Moss. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things ever. In that I thought he was wilding. Like, are you are you for real? He was wilding in that moment. You 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 really in your feelings because he he pretended to pull down his pants? <laughs> that is a moment in time. That is a moment in time. Anyways, you were talking about Joe Davis? Uh, yeah, because uh, speaking of the MLB on Fox, so a lot of people, you know, have not necessarily been fiddling the commentary of Joe Davis and particularly uh, John Smoltz. Really? Because they felt like so far through two games on the broadcast has been a, a Orioles love fest mm. uh, for the fact that they, you know, just a couple of years ago had lost 100 games. It's the the rebirth of the the Orioles, you know, the baby birds out here, mm-hmm. you know, in the playoffs, that kind of thing. And some people not really feeling uh, John Smoltz and his uh, 
commentary. Joe Davis to a lesser degree, but I saw a meme where it had <laughs> Joe Davis and John Smoltz both in Baltimore Orioles caps, uh, you know, detailing how they people may be feeling about their their commentary. Have you noticed that on the broadcast? I can't say that I have, although I'm pretty sure I've been watching these games while I watch another game, so Mm. not always listening most intently to the baseball game. One thing I also know is just always going to be there is the kind of this everybody hates my team perspective. And not to say that there might be some, some reality in that. Someone might actually be hating on your team. But I know that that's just going to be a prevalent fan perspective. And so yeah, no, I, I I understand how folks can hear hear things like that, and I'm I'm not saying that there's not there. I sincerely do not know. <laughs> Someone said they hate the DFW and our economy. Oh wow, interesting. Uh, let's uh, play this clip because I, I want to get your thoughts on this because obviously you know, my thoughts. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I, I share the gray area with you in this particular. Thanks, space. man. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, let's take it to uh, gentleman Micah Parsons on his show. Uh, critically acclaimed show, The Edge, on uh, Bleach Report. Here are his thoughts on... Sir, he's a linebacker, uh, I've been told. uh, That's what I heard. Um, Here are his thoughts on how he felt about George Kittle and his F Dallas shirt that he put on display last night. George Kittle had three touchdowns on us, and he posted this thing to IG. He said, F Dallas. I just feel like he's making it more, way more personal than it had to be. Kittle's my guy, but I'm going to say this. Laugh now, cry later. We got something for that. Just trust. If we see them again, just trust. And we're going to put it just like that. I ain't going to put too much on it. You're going to make it personal. We can make it personal. That's cool. Thoughts? That's an athlete. <laughs> At, I am athlete. At athletes love either creating slights or drumming them up. That's that's an athlete, particularly one of a certain caliber. That's what they be doing. Because I know for me, I'd be quiet personally. Although I know Mike himself is probably not feeling like because Mike Mike is actually in the po- in his post game comments was like I think we're still on the same level as them. We just beat ourselves. What's I'm not gonna lie to you. I felt a little tone deaf. Little, little, little tone deaf in my mind. But look, man, if you are going to beat the all of the odds it takes to become a professional, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just reading the tone ain't necessarily. We just yeah. whatever. I create the storyline in my head of whatever needs to happen to get there. Yeah. Um. However, it just doesn't feel as rooted in reality. Correct. At least not from the, where I am. So look, man, if that's what you're gonna say, cool. The problem is you got to back it up, and right now the track record this is you getting your ass backed up every time you play San Francisco, and that's what's one. tough. So <laughs> for the two one four, those parsons words they ain't hitting right now. They do ring kind of hollow today because you can't be the dude talking about you know we got something for you, so, got something for you when San Francisco done had everything for you the last three times you done seen them on the field. Someone yeah. said from the nine seven two, it's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> Oh. All right, that's a bad precedent to start. Um, okay, from <laughs> the eight one seven somewhere. Never mind. I don't g- going back to the Fox mm-hmm. broadcast, I ain't saying nothing, KG. I don't know where you're going. I um, said it myself. I from, stand on it. From the eight one seven broadcast, all they've talked about, or about about the Fox broadcast, all they've talked about is the Orioles youth. Just okay. what I said. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The the rebirth of the baby birds. You know, all this. It's just been kind of every other word. John Smoltz like, man, you know, it's just incredible to see you know mm-hmm. these young young talented players. You sure. know. Adley Rutschman was the, you know, the face of the rebuild. You know, and then here come Gunner, Gunner Henderson, Henderson and, and, right, and yeah. Grayson Rodriguez. Exactly. I, I yeah. hear it. Yeah, I got you. You get the drift. Yeah, yeah. you got it right okay. there. Okay, all right. 
See, you didn't even have to watch the broadcast. You got. Oh, so I got that was the whole broadcast. Got oh it. yeah, yeah. And then it was like, oh man, Evan Carter doing stuff. That's crazy. Hey, Grand Corey Seager, by Mitch Garver. Woo! Wow, Mitch Garver. How about sauce? that? That's wild. The team actually beat the brakes off the team that we're talking about all broadcast long. Man, these young Orioles. How about that? Oh boy, young Orioles getting beaten now. That's crazy. <laughs> I love the stroke of uh, nope. Never mind. Yeah, you're just going to abandon that one yep, where it was. Yep, abandon ship on that one. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Left that one right there. Yeah, just go ahead and cut that up for That's not. Regardless. Can, uh, that's not your first, uh, you know, audio cuttable moment there. Pause. Anyways, uh, what, where were you going for? Uh, Bruce Brochi and his, his level of genius when he decided, hey, man, Mitch Garver hits fastballs quite a bit. Let's stick him in there in the other uh, three hole. Yep, said that one. Uh, that one's the, that one's that's common baseball parlance. I think you're in you're in the gray there. Oh, oh, I like what you did there. That was good. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just clicked. Mitch Garver, that grand slam. That was a lot of fun on Saturday. Seeing that team, or what was that? Yesterday, yesterday. Days running together. Is yeah. They won game. I mean, on they was cooking on Saturday game two too. Yesterday. They both games. You're right. Um, oh boy, because they got after both them pitchers. Or, Bro, they chased Rodriguez. I was like, yo. I need them to. Okay. Well, they chased him in one way, but they didn't chase pitches. That's one of the things that's been really fun about the Rangers, that they've been great approaches mm-hmm. at the plate. So they're make, And the Orioles have not been throwing strikes very well, man. No. They, they walked quite a few dudes. And so, look, man, if they're going to put you on base, let them put you on base. It just means that the next man up keeps, you know, put you, get you home. Uh, finally, inside the gray area here, of course, uh, Monday Night Football being played in Las Vegas tonight with the Packers and the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they have the MSG Sphere in Las Vegas. That's right. Advertising on the $2.3 billion MSG Sphere costs $450,000 for a four-hour window on a single day. So, of course, Disney got all the money. They have Monday Night Football on the sphere for all four hours. Very good. Of the show, of the football game. You know what the sphere is best for? What's that? Keeping James Dolan busy so the Knicks can actually get something done. That's what the sphere is doing. Because you know what? Oh, that is by, his, It's owned by it? Madison Square Garden. That's that, right. That is his. So, like... It, the Knicks might actually be good, like a, another level of good this year because he's he's had his stuff that he's been busy with. And in fact, that might be why the Knicks are back to looking like some level of capable because James Dolan on over in the desert. I'm busy with doing other stuff. That's right. <laughs> uh, by the way, Ben Simmons, hooping the night. All right. You falling for it? I know. You, you feel bad saying that, right? Yeah, I just right. wanted to make sure that, okay. I appreciate the accountability. Yeah, I'm not falling for that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, that's your trip inside the gray area here. On the get right from the eight one seven. Was that is that G back of the year? Was I it? think I look. It, it was funny. I don't know. We've heard some. They be having like police, like phone calls and police uh, body cam audio and stuff. Man, I I think there's better than what you just said. The one that they had the other day where the guys were like uh, chasing the storm. I think it was in Oklahoma. Or oh something. man. And they were they like, bit off more than they chew. Woo! And they was like, they was in the Lord, find out. Please help us, Jesus. Jesus was like, I ain't send you into that hurricane. I didn't tell you that tornado. Why you find that storm anyway? Why are you in there? What are you doing? Who put you in there? Lord, help us get out of this storm that we're chasing right now. Jesus said, "This is the find out portion." <laughs> what is wrong with you? Why are you there? 
<laughs> we got your headlines next on the Get Right. That does not glorify God. <laughs> <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 